Hello, and welcome to the Gentleman's Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony, your host. And today, we're going to talk about something that once you understand this, and once you have this, this is something that gets you to the next level. This is something that you see any successful person or any person that's the top of the industry, they all have this one thing in common more than anything else. And what is that that I'm talking about today? I'm talking about discipline. So let's go ahead and let's talk about that. Now, when we talk about discipline, you know, things come to mind. You know, we think about military first off, right? You know, waking up at, you know, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you got to run, you know, 10 miles or whatever the case is. And they always say, like, I get more things done, you know, by 6 a.m. than most people get done all day. Or you'll look at like martial arts and, you know, discipline as in their forms or how they punch or how they throw or how they do things. Or you look at like an athlete, you know, their discipline is their craft, how they run, how they move, um, those kind of things. But when you apply discipline to the gentleman's journey, discipline is one of those things to where you have to do this on a consistent basis in order to get what it is that you want in your life. But before we get into that, let's see what Webster's Dictionary says discipline is. Now, Webster's Dictionary says this, discipline is an action or an inaction that is regulated to be in accordance with a particular system of governance. Discipline is commonly applied to a regular human or animal behavior to its society or environment that it belongs. So just like as I was saying, it's, you know, it's, it's something to where you do this consistently every single day, right? It's a part of your discipline. It's a part of what you do. Now, as we're talking about discipline, Let's look at what an undisciplined life looks like. I'm going to tell you right now, an undisciplined life is chaotic. You know, these are the people that are all over the place. Like their day changes day to day to day, hour by hour, sometimes minute by minute. And because they have that chaotic kind of life, they're always anxious about everything, right? And if you're chaotic and you're anxious about things, then you're living an unfulfilled life. And then by your life being unfulfilling, you're always living a very hurried life. Like you're just trying to get to the next thing. And that's not what discipline is about. Now, a disciplined life looks like this. It's fulfilling. It's responsible. It's focused. And it's happy. Now, as I'm talking about this, right, especially when I talk to my clients, you know, so many of them ask me, well, why so? Why do so many people live an undisciplined life? Sorry, I had to get a drink of water there. And I say, when you live an undisciplined life, <laughs> it's easy. There's, there's really no responsibility. And you can be a victim of your circumstance. Because here's the thing. When you become disciplined, 
you really start to take back control of your life. You no longer become the victim of your life. You become the victor. Now, as we're talking about that, something that comes up a lot is like, okay, well, how do I start a disciplined life? How do I do that? You know, do I need to go in the military? Do I need to go into martial arts? And I say, no. The first thing you have to start with is what is your why? What is the reason you want to start? Like, why do you want to be disciplined? What's your why? This is going to be one of the foundational principles in starting your discipline journey. How do you find your why? I'm going to tell you right now. This is something very simple to do, but it's something very hard to follow. And I'll say that again. This is something that's going to be very easy to do, but it's going to be something very hard to follow. Let me give you an example. So when I started my why journey to discipline, it was one of those things to where I I had a picture of me and my son. And in this picture, I was probably at my heaviest, right? And I saw myself and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's me? How can this be me? Like, how is that possible? So that was my why. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy anymore. I don't want to be heavy. Well, in my discipline, I'm like, okay, well, how do I stop doing that? I started looking at what I was doing on a daily basis. So as I was starting my why, you know, why was I want to be better for my son? And because of that, what I used to eat every morning, this is no joke. When I was driving truck, I would eat a six pack of delicious, warm Krispy Kreme donuts because they have them at truck stops, right? And they're always were fresh, right? When I would start, they were always fresh, right out of the little, you know, fryer thing. And then with that, I'd have a large coffee that was probably half cream and sugar, right? It had like eight or nine creams in there that were hazelnut or vanilla flavor, and then like six or eight packs of, of um, you know, sugar to make it taste sweet. So, as I'm doing that, I'm consuming roughly 18 to 2,400 calories just in that one thing. Then with that, you know, for lunch, you know, truck stops again, they would, oh my gosh, you'd have like Popeye's chicken. Oh my gosh, you'd walk in, you would smell the chicken or you'd see them take it out of the fryer and it'd be all golden and delicious and just, oh. So, you know, I would, sometimes I'd get a couple chicken sandwiches. Sometimes I'd get, you know, a three-piece meal. And then to I got to the point where I was eating a six-piece meal, you know, a couple breasts, a couple thighs, a couple legs. So, um, you know, that right there was another probably two or 3,000 calories. And then for dinner, again, you know, because I wasn't 
packing a dinner. You know, I was eating at the truck stop. Well, the truck stop, truck stops always like going to that would have a buffet. And if you filled up with gas, you get a free buffet coupon. Well, I'm going to murder that buffet. So, you know, again, they had like cinnamon rolls and they had, you know, chicken and beef and spaghetti and all these just carbs. Fill up my plate and eat. Then I'd go to bed. Well, obviously, that's not going to get me to lose weight. That's not going to happen. So I said to myself, what's the most important thing? Me eating like this or I start eating healthier and have better, healthier discipline. So what I started to do is in the morning, instead of eating Krispy Kreme donuts, they had oatmeal stations that I had. To, I didn't have any idea about. I'd get oatmeal, and I'd start eating fruit. Or um, they would have like these little yogurt fruit parfait things, and they were actually really, really delicious. And then, instead of getting a large coffee, I went to a medium coffee, and then cut the sugar packets, and then cut the creams in half. And then I started working my way down there. And I'm going to tell you, once I started getting on that discipline, started eating less at breakfast, healthier options. Then for lunch, instead of me eating, you know, Popeye's, you know, chicken, I Subway was right next to it. So I'd have a Subway sandwich and I would load it up with vegetables, right? I'd have like turkey and just a bunch of vegetables on top of it. And then I'd have oil and vinegar and salt and pepper. And that was an amazing sandwich. And I'd get the 12-inch sandwich. Because what I found out was, is by me eating all those veggies, uh, that would satisfy me in a 6-inch. And then I'd have that other 6-inch sandwich for dinner. Then instead of me drinking, you know, the 64 ounces of Coke or Dr. Pepper... I went to 32 ounces and started drinking Diet Coke or Diet Dr. Pepper and cut down the calories and cut down the sugar until I get to a point to where I didn't need the, you know, the Diet Coke or the Diet Dr. Pepper. I would start drinking iced tea with no flavoring or no sugar and figure out I really liked that and then starting to drink more water. And I'm telling you, within about three months, I lost roughly 20-ish pounds, 20, 25 pounds. And that wasn't even working out. Then what I started to do in my discipline, I started walking around my truck. I would do six laps around my truck. So... Six of them would be, I don't know, like a quarter mile, essentially, because how long the truck was. And sooner or later, I would I could start running that. And then I would try to do 12 and then 24. And I looked, I would, you know, people look at me like I was crazy, but it was important for me to be in better shape because I wanted to be there for my son. I wanted to be better. And what's so funny is when I was, you know, being on that discipline journey now, this is around the same time 
when I started going on my gentleman's journey, when I started tackling, you know, the internal stuff that was happening to me. This is when I was starting to come up with all the negative thoughts that were happening, like how to sit with them and not judge them. All these things started to happen. And it started because I became disciplined because I found my why. And when you start to find your why in one thing, it starts to bleed over into other habits. It starts, the discipline starts to roll over in other things. How you start to treat yourself, how you want people to see you, how you want to start being perceived, things, other things and goals that you want. You start to become disciplined in that too. It bleeds over into everything that you do. Discipline is one of those things. Now, as we're talking about that, when you are trying to find your why or what you truly want in your life, you got to really break it into these three categories, physical, mental, and ethereal. So let's break down what those three categories are, okay? When we're talking about something physical, this is the easiest one to start with. This can be anything from like what I was talking about, losing weight, to having a new car or house. It's something that is outside of yourself. What you'll notice in your physical why, these are the ones that come first because they're the easiest to understand and to do. But also, at the same time, they are the ones that will change the most on your journey. So just remember that when you're on your journey, if your whys change, that is okay. It's okay if your whys change in your physical journey. You know, if you go from losing weight to wanting to save $1,000 or to wanting to pay off your debt or to buy a new car or whatever the thing is, it's going to change throughout your journey and that's okay. Because all that's going to start doing for you is start showing the growth that you have in your life. Okay. Now the second one is mental. This is the hardest one, but the one that will be the biggest change in your life. There's a saying that in order for our outside world to change, our internal world has to change first. Another way or another famous quote is the world reflects the way that we feel about ourselves. But in discipline, this is the one you will also have the most control over. Building your mental whys for discipline is where the biggest and most lasting changes will happen in your life. When you have mental discipline from your why, they are very clear and it takes everything to the next level. When you start to build your mental whys, you know, like for me, my, one of my mental whys was like, you know what? I'm not going to judge myself anymore. I'm not doing it. I am not going to be judgmental on, on myself anymore. And I'm not going to be fearful of any, anything anymore. Because I know in order for fear to exist, judgment has to happen. If I'm not judgmental on myself or what's going on around me, then fear can't happen. That was a big discipline for me in the mental game or the mental why. And I'm like, my why was I want to be better 
so I can show people that they can do the same thing. That was my mental why. And then once I had that mental why, that I have to show things by example, that I want to go out and help and change this world because I know that people need to hear this stuff, that they're not alone. That was my mental why. And then when I was going through all that stuff that we've talked about on this journey and in this podcast, that was the thing I always kept forefront in my mind. Because of that, I was able to persevere. And that's a big thing with discipline is when you have discipline, you're able to persevere through pretty much anything. Now, ethereal. Now, this is a word that you probably don't hear very often, but it's something to me that will that makes a lot of sense in this journey that you're on, to journey to self-mastery or the journey to become a, a gentleman. Is the, de- de- the definition for ethereal is unworldly or spiritual. It lacks material substance. It's like, it's an intangible, it's, 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 it's just something that is there, but is not seen with the naked eye, you could say, right? When you have ethereal discipline, this may sound weird, but in your discipline journey, this is the most rewarding and the hardest one to have a why and stick to. But being ethereal, ethereally disciplined is where really everything comes together, not only in your life, but you can really start to understand not only your whys or your purpose, but this is the big key. You start to understand your journey, but the journey of other people and their whys. This is when you attain the discipline of being ethereal where your whole life changes, where you not only start to see the connections in your journey and the hows and the whys, but also where you can speak and start to see the self-judgment and be free of it. And then you start to help others along the way to do the same thing. And then by doing that, that's where the, not only your world, but the world in general starts to really change. Because you have to understand that judgment, that's all ethereal. That's all in the, you could say the atmosphere or whatever. It's when we get that gut feeling, that's all ethereal. You know, when we start to realize that, that we start to raise who we are, we start to see the whys and we start to see the hows and we start to see that in other people because we remove the judgment from it, right? And then you start to see their journey and their why and their hows, right? And then you can start to influence them to, to get them to that next level. That's, a, that's one of the greatest things about being on this journey is not only your self-improvement or your self-mastery, you attaining becoming a gentleman, but when you help other people do the same, I'm telling you, it is just an amazing feeling. It really is. And when we, you start to build that kind of community around you where you're helping people and people helping you, (laughs) 
man, I'm telling you, it is such an amazing feeling. And being having that kind of discipline, they say it removes the self from self. It removes your ego or however you want to say it. Because you realize what how the world really works. And that's such a cool thing. Now, when we start to build our why, it's important to know that in the beginning, you will have maybe one why in each category. But this list will grow. I'm telling you right now, this list will grow. But do your best to have one in each category. Also, too, you will start to notice in building your discipline that the whys you had in the beginning may not matter as much. And that's okay. Here's the thing. The beginning whys are just the building blocks to get you started. And they're not the end product. So I'll say that one more time. The beginning whys are just the building blocks to get you started. They are not the end product. So building your discipline around your whys will make it easier to do because one, you will have focus and a direction of what you're doing. The best way I can can tell you about discipline is I look at discipline like this. I look at it as a silent partner in your journey to become a gentleman or your journey to self-mastery. It's that thing that helps you get over the hump. It's the, it's the voice in the back that says, what is your why? What is your why? It's the one that says, don't eat a pint of ice cream. In one sitting. It's the one that tells you, remember, you wanted this. You wanted this. You wanted to become a gentleman. You wanted to master yourself. You wanted this. So don't do that. When we have discipline. Or our silent partner. We will always be in the game and remember by having discipline success is never far away it's never far away so i want to thank you so so much for listening i i can't i can't even tell you how much i enjoy doing this and how grateful i am that you've taken the time out of your day to listen to this. I'm going to tell you the support that this channel is getting as of recently has just been so amazing. I'm getting emails every day and, and I just, and I, I just love reading them, you know, about what's going on in your lives and how you guys are starting to, you know, starting your gentleman's journey and, or your journey to self mastery and how you're applying the principles of gentlemen and how it's just changing your life. I'm just, I'm blown away and just, again, eternally grateful for the support that I get into emails and DMs I get on a daily basis. So I just want to say thank you guys so very much for, for the support of the channel. 
Um, also, too, if you have any questions on anything that we've talked about today or just any of the podcasts in general, never, ever hesitate to reach out to me. My email, as always, is anthony at gentsjourney.com. Feel free to reach out to me at any time. Also, too, I would, as always, appreciate it. Helps the show if you can just give this a rating, okay? But again, guys, I'm so thankful for you listening today. And just remember, you create your reality. Take care, guys.